What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? And Anyang Hasio to all my K-pop peeps out there. Let me introduce myself. My name is Denise, and you are listening in to my podcast called That K-Pop Talk, where every week I give you the news and reviews of the latest and greatest in Korean popular music. Please do not forget to click like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. And if you would love to be a part of this family and help me keep this podcast going, please click on the link in the description box and I will be so appreciative of that as well. Okay, you guys already know my first segment is called K-Pop News. I'm so excited because we have a jam-packed episode today. So sit back and relax because K-Pop News is coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for K-pop news. And I just want to start off this segment by saying happy birthday to my girls, New Jeans. It is their very first um, anniversary and it's their debut anniversary. They debuted last year on July 22nd, 2022. And when I am filming this, guess what day it is? It is actually July 22nd. 2022 here in los angeles california i know in some parts of the world it's already the 23rd um but here is still the 22nd so i do want to say happy anniversary to new jeans i put the anniversary um shout out on my instagram yesterday which would have been the 21st our time but i knew that in the other half of the world, it's already the 22nd. So I went ahead and put the shout out yesterday. So I just wanted to say that these girls are game changers. And I really appreciate what they have been doing for the art of K-pop genre, especially for the female genre of K-pop. There are five members in this group. You have Minji, Hani, Danielle, Heron, and Hyun. And from oldest to youngest you have Minji is 19 Hani is 18 Danielle is 18 Heron is 17 and Hyun is 15 they don't have any leaders in this group because I know a lot of people have been asking who is the leader they don't have one they are all for one and one for all and I like that now they also um, are under the label of Min Jin, and her label is called Adore and they are under the parent umbrella of Hive. And as we all know, we love us some Hive because Hive is for who? BTS, Seventeen, Zico, just to name a few. I mean, Zico's new group, Boys Next Door. And Hive is really a contender in the K-pop space. And um, I think they, they ended up with a very good management team that is surrounding them. And I'm talking about New Jeans. And I just wanted to talk about a couple milestones they have already set. Now, again, these girls just had their anniversary, their very first debut anniversary. And way before this year anniversary, they had already set records. They were the highest first week sales. They, I'm sorry, they had the highest first week sales of any female girl debut k-pop group they were the youngest and fastest group to have a million dollar selling album not million dollar but a million um 
million selling album, meaning the number of albums that they sold. And they were the fastest K-pop act to 1 billion streams, beating out, guess who? John John Cook from BTS on Spotify. The record that they set was 219 days. And I believe John John Cook had what? It was either 479 or 379 days that John John Cook took to get to a billion streams. But he was considered the fastest K-pop artist and um, male K-pop artist at that time. Now, these girls come along. They demolished that record by getting it in 219 days. And side note on that, Jimin ended up breaking John John Cook's as the fastest male getting to 1 billion streams. So we'll get to them later. But, you know, in their news, because you guys always know, I talk about BTS news, doing the BTS news segment. But I just wanted to put that in there because I know, like, I think it was, what, two or three podcasts ago I was talking about that, um, about how New Jeans had demolished John John Cook's record. And I was pretty upset over that, but I was happy for them. Okay, so what is their vibe, you ask? Well, their vibe... Um, it's catchy, it's easy to listen to, it's very playful. They have a very playful aesthetic, especially in their choreography. You notice how it looks sloppy, but it's like organized sloppy. Does that make sense? It looks sort of playful, but it's playful choreography. And um, another thing that really separates New Jeans from the rest of the pack is that they don't have a high-pitched voice. If you notice, a lot of K-pop girl groups have a very high-pitched, you know, note or falsetto when they sing. And New Jeans is lower octave. They're just chilled. They're laid back. And they have like a 90s genre undertone to their music. So if you listen to a lot of music from the 90s, you could see a correlation between that age of music and new jeans music today okay um some of the singles that you guys may have heard and not know it was new jeans is attention hype boy cookie a slower song called hurt oh my god it's the one that everyone is doing that dance to ditto and zero with coca-cola as a matter of fact i was going to talk about this later and i still may talk about it in depth but new jeans actually help catapult putting brands in music videos. So for instance, the latest one that they did before this album came out was called Zero. Coca-Cola, that song. And that actually, I think it got over like 2 million views or a million, I know it was over a million views. Um, and it, all it was was a music video talking about Coca-Cola. That's basically what it was. It That's what it was. So I think that from there, other people caught on because guess what? You had in Hypen doing it with uh, Pokemon. You had, um, I think it's IVE did it with Pepsi. And then New Jeans on their new album, they had a collab with, Powerpuff Girls to help celebrate their 25th anniversary. And I'm talking about Powerpuff's 25th anniversary. So 
they are changing the game in some spaces in K-pop on how you collab, get those sponsorships. Because you know, a lot of times with sponsors and ambassadorships, they want to see what you do first. They normally sit back, wait a year or two, and then they're like, okay, we'll work with this person because they've proven themselves. That did not happen with New Jeans. Within, I would say, a couple of months with them coming out, they had already acquired and sustained ambassadorships with some of the biggest fashion houses out there and had already done a collab or had sponsorship with ambassadorship, sorry, with McDonald's, with Levi's. Um, they even got something from the mayor of Seoul as being ambassadors to the city of Seoul. This is huge for someone who had not been on the scene for more than a year yet. These girls have been collabing with some of the biggest of the big. How did I say that biggest of the big? <laughs> They've been collabing with some of the biggest entities out there. I'll put it that way. And I am so proud of these girls. And um, they won so many awards already. They won Golden Disc Awards, Soul Music Awards, Circle Chart, Asia Artists, Hantio Music Awards, Korean Music Awards, Mellon Music Awards, Fat Music Awards, the K um, Billboard Awards, and for that one, they got the Hot Rookie Award. Countless music show wins in South Korea on their television shows. They are kicking butt, taking names. And I just want to say congratulations to you guys. And their vibe, like I said, is just so chill and relaxed. And they have this way of humming in their music. Listen next time. When you listen to their music, there's a hum somewhere in their songs. And I don't know if that's intentional, but or if that's like something that they want to mark this group by, like their trademark in their songs. But I, I can appreciate it. I really love it. So congratulations to New Jeans. I don't want to spend too much time on it. On on a, you know on the K-pop news segment talking about new jeans because you guys be like okay I'm done you know let's move on to something else but I just want to take time out to let you guys know about them oh um before I move on I do want to let you guys know about their new album that has come out you're gonna hear me turn the page here um the new album that has come out is called Get Up and Get Up is comprised of six songs. And the six songs are New Jeans, Super Shy, ETA, Cool With You, Get Up. It's, you know, that's the song, Get Up, and A ASAP. Um, the album was released on July 21st. They have three title tracks, which are Super, uh, sorry, Super Shy, ETA, and Cool With You. Cool With You is the latest music video they have released. And there's a side A and a side B. And um, it also has a um, snippet of Get Up at the end, I believe, of Side A. It has the um, snippet of um, Get Up. And all of the music videos released so far has been the self-title, which is New Jeans. That was released on July 6th, along with Super Shy. And then Cool With You, Side A and B, with the snippet of Get Up, was released on the 19th. And then they had the dance performance of Cool With You on July 20th. And they recently released, I stand correct to correct myself, ETA was the latest one to be released. 
because they released it, I believe, later on that night. But let me tell y'all, ETA is my song. I love that song. What's your ETA? What's your ETA? Mm-hmm. I love that song, y'all. Again, do not laugh at me. <laughs> do not laugh at me. Um, I'm laughing at myself, actually. But they did not disappoint. I have been waiting on this comeback for a while now. So I'm so happy with them. Okay, so congratulations to New Jeans on your new album, on your collapse, on your success. Much success for the future on you guys and keep changing the game. Okay, let's move on and talk about 50-50. Now, I had recently um, talked about 50-50. I think it was in episode 29. And... I broke down exactly what was going on with them. It was so much stuff going on, y'all. I think I was talking in circles, to be honest with you, because there's so much stuff coming out about them. But for those of you who do not know, I'm going to paraphrase real short for you what is going on. Essentially, there's this girl group, four girls, came out with this, this song called Cupid, fairly new girl group called 5050. They came out with the song Cupid in February. And it's, it just came out of nowhere that it started climbing up the charts. It became very well known in the UK and then worldwide people started catching on. So much that 16 consecutive weeks, it was in the top Billboard 100. Now, they were also slated to do a music video for the new movie called Barbie. As we all know, everybody's going to either see Barbie Oppenheimer. But Barbie had an OST from them from 5050. That got scrapped. Not the song itself, but the music video. Why? Because out of nowhere, they put out that they wanted to suspend their contract with their management group, A-Track. So that's where we're at right now. There's a back and forth, a he say, she, he say, she say. And the people speaking on behalf of these girls is a third-party outsourced production company that A-Track hired to help them out called The Givers. Now, The Givers allegedly and supposedly helped put this song Cupid together. Now, behind, allegedly, behind A-Track's back, they went and bought out, this is a new development, bought out the three Swedish co-creators of the song Cupid. Now, that's the latest development. Also, as we all know, they're in court right now. It has also come out that Kima and Konka are supporting the management, the A-Track. Because I guess I am going to have to say a little bit about what I discussed in episode 29. Because in episode 29, it has come out from people who have worked with the girls that they said that, you know, this guy, um, the CEO, his name is Jiang Hong Jung. He put up his car. He put up his house. These girls are staying in Gangnam part of Seoul, which is like Beverly Hills here here in LA. A very wealthy part of Seoul in a three-bedroom, two-bath. Mind you, these girls are not even a couple, three or four or five years into their, you know, their being a group. And they're already in Gangnam? Like, who does that? 
So there's things coming out that are proving that this manager, this CEO is really doing right by these girls despite his past. Because remember, this CEO has a past. He did another, he had a guy group and he mismanaged them. So I think he's trying to learn from those mistakes and do right by these girls. And whether or not he is managing the money right, I don't know. I don't know that part. I don't know him. But from what everyone is saying is that he has changed his ways and he is treating these girls right and he is hardworking. And so I'm saying that as to say, Kimma, which is an acronym for Korea Entertainment Management Association, is siding with the management of ATRACT, which is A-T-T-R-A-K-T, which is um, Jung Hung Jung's company, right? The management company over 50-50. They want the members to resolve the issue with ATRACT and or at track and not to create more stir within the industry because it's showing a bad light on the industry they're saying um and they also praise the ceo jung hung jung as hard working now the givers are as you know are under fire for allegedly trying to take 50 50 away from at track and selling them off to Warner Music Korea for worldwide distribution of their music. Another latest development is from CONCA, and that stands for Korea Music Copyright Association. They have recently announced that they will postpone paying out royalties to 50-50 for the song called Cupid until the dispute gets resolved. And you guys, they do have the right to do that because... If there is a court proceeding concerning any type of monetary dispute, the person that's paying out the royalties or the company paying out the royalties can withhold until they find out a final ruling. So, you know, part of the thing these girls were claiming was that they weren't getting their money. Well, now they really not going to get their money. They should have just worked it out with the management because now they're not getting any royalties. But like I said, the givers supposedly took over a larger share of the copyright for Cupid by buying out three of these Swedish composers. So what do you guys think of all this so far? Like, it sounds like it's so much going on. But my question to you, the listeners, is where are the girls? From my understanding, they are 18 and over for the most part. And if that is the case, why aren't they being grown enough to approach the management, the CEO, and try to see if they can work it out? Because I'm telling you right now, to me, it seems like the givers is, is gatekeeping. I believe if all three of them got together and they talked, there, there will be some things that will be exposed and they will find out that not everyone is being honest. And I'm not saying who's honest and who's not. But the truth will come out if you got all three together. And I mean, if you got the girls together with the givers and you got the management from AtTrack, you got all three of them together, I guarantee you we, they will find out who's lying and who's telling the truth. And then it will get resolved. So please, you guys, I'm with um, Kema, the Korea Entertainment Management Association. Please resolve this so we can move on. These girls are so talented, but right now... 
their image is being damaged because of all this negative publicity surrounding them. Surrounding them. Sorry, I'm now surrounding them. Surrounding them. Okay, let's move on. Another hot topic I want to talk about is this controversy over this song called K-pop by Travis Scott, Weekend Bad Bunny. Are they using that name on their new music video for clout? Let's analyze this real quick, shall we? Now, your girl, who is me, I watched the video. And let me tell you, that video is, mm, what should I say? It's a normal hip-hop video, trust me. Girls walking around in their bikinis, smoking their cigars. You know why the hip-hop artists are in the house on the in the heels, you know, doing their thing. Having these girls walking around, doing their thing. <sighs> the typical hip-hop videos, I call it. There is no K-pop correlation anywhere in this video. So yes, in my opinion, it's a word grab. It's a word grab so that people will watch the video because they know K-pop is the bomb. We are, like I'm the artist, but you know what I'm saying? Like K-pop is in right now to them. You know, they're not real K-pop fans. They're just trying to use this to get people to tune in because they know the world right now is into K-pop. Well, has been in the K-pop. America's just now finding out about it. And I'm just going to be real with that. And I'm going to get to that in a minute because Neo even said it. But they only use you guys, and I'm, you know, and I'm telling you straight, no, nothing of K-pop is in this song except for one line used by The Weeknd. And that one line is, you know, I'm high off that K-pop. That is it. You know, I'm high off that K-pop. Whatever that means. I personally am upset over this because... They could have used another word for that song. There's nothing else in that song that says K-pop. So why use K-pop? And The weekend, you know what? I'm at wit's end with that boy. I really am. I know he's a man, but I'm calling him a boy. You guys know I'm 52. I'm going to call it as I see it. First, you got our girl Jenny in the idol, which we all know went south. If you guys don't know what that terminology means, that means that it went bad. Second of all, you have the nerve to post my girl new jeans on your Insta story with a little fire sign on it. I know new jeans is, is the bomb diggity diggity. I know we all know new jeans is great, but should you have put them on your Insta story after what happened with the idol PR wise? I would say no, because right now, the K-pop world is not really into you, The Weeknd. I think right now, The Weeknd needs to just sit back a little bit, let things cool off before he reintegrates into K-pop society, so to speak. Right now, K-pop people are into Bruno Mars. That's who we into. But Bruno and Anderson Pac have always been cool with K-pop people. We love them. The weekend, Abel, if you're out there listening, I don't think you should have used K-pop. I can't tell you what to do. I can't tell you or Travis or, you know, Bad Bunny for that matter, how to name your music videos. But 
I just wish it would have been something else. What do you guys think? You think that they, you know, should keep K-pop? I mean, do you think it's justly titled? Have you guys seen the, the music video that they did? Just to see if there, any K-pop related things would be in the music video? Because it wasn't. That's all I have to say on that. I, I don't mean to offend anybody. I don't mean to offend Abel or Travis or Bad Bunny if, if that's what they wanted to label their music video. I just think, in my opinion, it could have been labeled something else because just because you have that one line from The Weeknd that says, you know I'm high off that K-pop, does not mean you need to label the whole song K-pop. Okay, moving on. If you have any thoughts or opinions, you guys know where to leave your comment, either that kpoptalk at gmail.com or you can leave it in my um my description box. Okay, moving on. Neo. It's interesting because it's segueing from what I said earlier about K-pop is really starting to take hold or take foot in America. Neo was on this show, and I'm talking about the artist, the singing hip-hop R&B singer, um, Neo. He's more of an R&B singer, though, um, here in America called Neo. He was on this show called Club Shay Shay, and you can see it on YouTube. It's called Club, C-L-U-B, Shay, S-H-A-Y, Shay, S-H-A-Y. This is episode 82 of his, his um, show. And um, it aired on June 3rd, 2023. And he was talking about, Shay was talking to Neo and he was asking him about the state of boy bands. And he was like, man, is boy bands dead? He was like, you know, are we ever going to have another NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, New Edition? You know, and then Neo interrupted him and said, no, 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 no. The boy band is not dead. It's just Korean. What do you guys think about that? The boy band is not dead. It's just Korean. And then he said, he turned to the camera and said, shout out to BTS. Shout out to the whole K-pop movement. Now, I agree totally with Neo. And I applaud Neil for having the courage, especially from the black community, to give props where props is due, right? He further elaborated and said that he was over in South Korea and he sees the education and the work that goes behind making these boy bands, making these artists, making these K-pop groups. And he talks about how they start from, a, you know, when they're younger and they go through the training and they go through the singing and the dancing and the English and the other languages if they need to learn them and, you know, PR and all that stuff. And not to say we don't do it here in America because we do, but we don't do it to that degree. And I'm just going to be honest with you. And I am African-American and I am telling you the truth. We don't do it to that degree, but we do have good work ethic over here too in America. Don't think we lazy because we're not. Just want to put that out there. But it's, it's the process in which people in South Korea do it. It's so different. And it's amazing to me, to be honest with you. I'm not hating. I'm not going to hate. 
I'm giving props where props is due. A lot of people here in America, though, are commenting, well, they're not giving reference or they're not giving props to us. And we started this. We started the R&B and hip hop movement. You're not saying that you got your music from black people or you got your music from America. You no one in. I just want to put this out there. No one in South Korea, if you really do your research, you will hear them give props to people from America. You would hear them give props to the black rappers, the black R&B hip hop artists, the black R&B singers. You do. They do not shy away from it if you ask them. They also... Talk about the rock artists that they that they admire, the country music artists that they admire, any type of genre that they pull from, they will tell you just because they come out with a song and they don't say right away with the song. Hey, this is X, Y and Z song. And by the way, we got this from America or by the way, we got this from this R&B group or by the way, we they're not going to do that every time. But if you sit down and have a heart to heart with them, they would tell you where they pull from. I'm just putting that out there. I'm a realist. I'm just going to be real whether people agree with me or not. And like I said, maybe because I'm a mom, <laughs> you know, my kids are grown. My, my, my daughter is, um, she just turned 30 July 4th and my son is 32. And we have these talks about music a lot. And my kids are very diverse in culture and um, can speak different languages. And, you know, we, we talk about this often about appropriation and about how, we as minorities feel about that. And I'm telling you right now, I see no wrong in K-pop. Otherwise, I would not be sitting here talking to this microphone about how much I love K-pop. So, you know, they 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 get the accreditation and pass from me. I'm in it. I love K-pop and I am proud to say it as a 52-year-old African American woman. Here there you have it. <laughs> Okay, and speaking of that, uh, like I said, hats off to Dio um, for sticking up, for saying his truth. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't realize how much we in America have put into supporting K-pop because there was a new, um, a new survey out now that... Half, you know, the first half of sales from January into now until July, just in the first half alone, outside of South Korea, we, United States, are the second highest consumers of K-pop music. We actually knocked off China. China has always maintained a second place holding in the consumption of K-pop music. Japan always is number one. That's not going away. So to round off the top 10 of the top 10 most consumed um, K-pop. Well, how should I put this? The 10, the top 10 countries that consumes K-pop music the most. I'll do that. You have, and this is from, like I said, just from January to July. You have Japan number one. U.S. is number two. China's now number three. Germany is number four, Taiwan, number five, Hong Kong, number six, the Netherlands, which surprised me because they're a smaller country, but they are number seven. 
Canada, number eight. Number nine is United Kingdom. And number 10 is France. And if you want to put the dollars behind it, Japan has so far consumed $48.6 million in sales of um, K-pop music. We are a far distant second, but nevertheless, we're second with 25.5 million and China is 22.7 million. So there you have it. Okay, moving on. Let's talk about, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about Blackpink, shall we? Okay, let me tell y'all. I don't do Starbucks anymore, but I know a lot of people still love Starbucks. Well, I have some exciting news for you. Blackpink is collabing with them. And as of July 25th, Blackpink will have a Frappuccino themed after them. The theme is Strawberry Choco Cream Frappuccino. It's a limited edition. They also are going to have 17 new limited merchandise items that will be out. And out of that 17, you're going to have 11 different drinkware items. And then six lifestyle items such as reusable tote bags, a yoga mat, a passport holder, keychains, and more. I'm like, a yoga mat? I never would imagine Starbucks doing a yoga mat or let alone a passport holder. You just don't see those items here in Starbucks. You just don't. I mean, is that normal? Like, I haven't traveled outside of the United States, which that's about to change. And I'll get into that later in, in some other episode. But, um... Do the Starbucks internationally do these passport holders and keychains? Let me, you guys, let me know. Because I haven't seen that here, let alone a yoga mat. But they are having these items. And it starts July 25th and will run through the end of August. The sad part about being in America right now is that it's not coming here. They're only going to, this um, collab is only going to nine countries and the nine countries are South Korea, of course, Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippines, Taiwan, Thailand, Singapore, Hong Kong, and Vietnam. So if you live in one of those nine countries, you guys grab it while you can. And if you can get something for your girl, let me know. And I can give you my address so you can send it to me because I really do want some of those merchandise items. Because I don't think they're going to be online. I really do think they're going to stick strictly to those nine stores. Okay, I think I have wrapped up K-pop news for this week. Um, I am so excited to talk about the next news segment. As you guys already know, it's Bong Tang Boy Time BTS. BTS news is coming up next, so don't go anywhere because we have a a lot to talk about, especially with John Jung Cook. Don't go anywhere. BTS News is coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for BTS News. You guys know this is my favorite segment because I am ARMY. And I love talking about my Bong Tong boys. We're going to start off with John Jung Cook. Oh, by the way, before I get into that, I just want to let you guys know of something that happened to um, John John Cook and Jimin um, while they were here in New York. 
I wasn't sure if all of ARMY knows about this or the K-pop world in general, but I think it needs to be addressed. Um, John John Cook and Jimin were taking this yacht ride and there was a there was disturbing audio that leaked from the guy who was actually the driver of the boat and it was not called for. Um, the security of Jimin and John John Cook simply stated in English that they wished for this driver to put his um, phone away and not have it out. And this guy was like, you coming on my boat, not the other way around. Now, the, the actual audio can be found online of what he said. And also, ARMY figured out who this guy was. And ARMY also figured out what the yacht company was too, the charter yacht company. And you guys... Because of the work of Army, the yacht company had to go on private and the guy, he either put his, his Instagram and social media on private or he actually took it down and the website actually was taken down. So good job, you guys. You know, they went on, this, this driver of this yacht supposedly went on and was talking about how he didn't know who BTS was. He didn't know who John Cook or John John Cook or Jimin was, so they weren't important to him. And I feel that it doesn't matter if he knows who they are or not. If their security is telling him to put his phone away, he needs to put his phone away. And that's what any celebrity, any dignitary, any politician, any high-profile person, whether you know them or not, for their safety, just listen. These things, these protocols are put in place for a reason. I just wanted to say that. But if you guys really want to find out more about this information that I just relayed to you, go to Koreaboo or just um, type in or Google um, JK and Jimin um, and or Google person who, um, or I guess you can Google, you guys know this is live, so I don't, I don't edit, but I guess you guys could put in um, driver disrespects or yacht driver or boat driver disrespects Jimin and JK and it will come up. So I just want to put that out there. Okay, let's talk about John John Cook and his activities. He had so many activities this past week. He was most recently on BBC The One Show, and he performed there too and did an interview. He was on Elvis Duran in New York. Um, he was on GMA. We all know about the GMA because I talked about that last week. He did Spotify, um, Spot for Spotify, and he was on Z100 radio station in New York. He did... Um, uh, interview with with her as well on that station there are several versions of seven that is out now the lo-fi version i'm really vibing to a lot of times on lo-fi there isn't any vocal accompaniment to lo-fi music but he did it on this one it's beautiful nightfall island festival and summer are the other versions i like every single one of them um, I think Nightfall may be the best, but then I'm always changing my mind. I'm like, Nightfall, no island, no summer, no festival. I like all of them. And then there's also an instrumental version as well. He put out um, Behind the Scenes Sketch on the 19th. And on the 15th, he had <laughs> what everyone was talking about, the performance one with him cursing in it, using the explicit version. Yeah. And he said, John John Cook said the reason why he did both versions is because you know, you can interpret it the way you want to, but he was like, why not? You know, they both have similar meanings, but you know, some, he knew some people would like the explicit, some people would like the other one. So that's why he did it. And 
really, like he said, he's he's old now. Not old, but he's older now. He can express himself in different ways. He is a young man, you guys. And um, we're going to start seeing more of his personality pop out. And he loves being himself. He loves being able to show that vulnerable side of who he is, whether he's cooking, whether he's sleeping, whether he's talking to his friends, whether he's with Bam, his dog. He loves being able to be more accessible. I think that's just him because I'm telling y'all, y'all need to get that Weverse. He was on Weverse the other day um, and he was talking about how it would be chill if you know, he saw Army and he'd be like, you're Army? And they'd be like, you're JK? And you go out and have something to eat. And then, you know, he go his way, you go your way. And I'm thinking to myself, John Cook, now listen here. And if he's listening to this, you can't just invite Army to come up to your personal space like that. You see what happened when he was cooking. People was dropping food off to the boy. He can't just sit up here and make those suggestions because Army would take him at his word. And before you know it, be thousands of Army trying to figure out where he at any given time because they want to go eat with him. I'm just putting that out there on that one. Okay, so I just thought that was so interesting that he... Um, really is trying to be um, very vulnerable and, you know, just create that relationship. You're hearing me turn the page. You um, you know, relationship-wise with, with everyone, he just wants to be open. So I really like that. Now, as far as the rest of the members go, um, cause, oh, yeah, and I think the promotions actually stopped for seven now. Um, I know people are sad on that, but I, if I if I can recall, I think he said promotions for the song has actually stopped. So let's see what else is going on with him because, you know, everybody's trying to hint, you know, hint that there's an album coming and he's being closed lipped about that, especially on the Elvis Duran show and, and the BBC show. They really were trying to press him to get that information out. But my thing is, if he's not going to tell you, leave it alone. Just like side note, if you guys remember, if you watch any of the interviews, have you noticed they try to like make him say something and he doesn't want to say it. Like they'll be like, okay, so who do you want to work with? And he'll say, well, it just depends on the project. And then they'll reword it like, okay, well, if you could work with anyone, who would that be? And he'll say again, depends on the project. Have you guys noticed that? It's like, you guys, they're not going to tell you what you want. You know, they, they are so... Um, closed when it comes to what they're really, really, really thinking, because I honestly believe that John John Cook really does not have one particular person in mind. He really does go by the flow of things. Now, when it comes to the other members, such as Sugar and RM and J-Hope, they do have specific people that they like to work with. That's why, if you notice, um, Sugar had his people that he liked to collab with, J-Hope have collabed with J. Cole, RM, you know, there's people that he wants to work with. They, they specifically said those names. So, you know, I just think that sometimes as a reporter, as an interviewer, when someone tells you something in a vague sense as an answer, then you should back off and leave it alone. Uh, that's just something I just noticed. Anyways, let's talk about... um. Which member do I want to talk about next? Let's talk about J-Hope. Since I just mentioned J-Hope, he was Sugar's latest um, guest on Sugar Show. I guess, nope, let's talk about Sugar because we're going to talk about Sugar Show. Sichuata, time to drink with Sugar. Okay, um, they had a very playful podcast. 
um, they talked about, um, first they talked about what it was like in their first days of being with BTS, how they were almost kicked out of the dorm because Big Hit couldn't afford it at the time. Um, the pressure of being first, talking about J-Hope being the first person to go solo. He did not know, you guys, that he was going to headline Lollapalooza when they first offered it to him. It was just to be part of the festival. He had only a couple of songs in queue that he was going to do. And then when he found out he was going to headline, he was like, oh my God, I have all these songs I got to do. You know, I have to put together. And he wanted to put on the perfect show. And that's why I think he did 16 songs. It was three hours, right? Um, but these songs were put into play to be the most perfect it can be. And that's what I love about J-Hope. He puts, or BTS in general, they put their all out there, right? And at the end of this, what did we get? What did we get, you guys? The teaser that John John Cook was coming. I fell out. So John John Cook is going to be the next one for um, Sugar's Time to Drink with Sugar or um, so I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah. But also, too, in this episode, he talked about Sugar and um, J-Hope talked about Lollapalooza and also collabing with um, J. Cole. And you guys just have to see this episode. You guys, it's it would make you, you know, really, you know, appreciate BTS even more. OK, so the next person we're going to talk about. Oh, you guys, I keep thinking of stuff. Did you guys know that J-Hope um, is having another album coming out and another documentary? So I was thinking to myself, well, what could this possibly be? Well, the documentary is going to be about J-Hope being a dancer and him going around the different cities and talking to dancers and um, talk about the genre, you know, talk about the art itself. And I think that would be amazing because as we all know, J-Hope used to be a street dancer where well, he still is a street dancer at heart. And also too, he has his Esquire and LV or Louis Vuitton promotions going on right now. And I think it's amazing because here he is in the military and yet we still have a piece of J-Hope coming back to us saying, hey, I'm still here. Here are my projects. And just to see that, the content that is coming out from J-Hope is amazing. Like he really carefully thought about how he wanted to communicate with us while he was still in the military. So hats off to you, J-Hope. Okay, now I'm moving on to Sugar. There really isn't not there really isn't a lot to tell about Sugar right now because besides his um talk show um on YouTube. He is really just relaxing to prepare for the final D-Day, um, final D-Day concerts, which is August 4th through the 6th in Seoul. So I don't think we're going to hear too much from Sugar between now and, um, you know, August 4th date when that first tour, I mean, first date of the concert is. I think he's really just, you know, taking a back seat right now and just catching up and resting, you know. Um, as far as V goes, congratulations to him. Kim Tae-young has been appointed ambassador to Cartier. 
Um, and he was also on Weavers. I'm telling y'all, y'all need to get that Weavers. I don't know. Some people will ask, well, what is Weavers? Some people are like, well, they'll just stick to YouTube. Well, you guys are missing out if you stick to YouTube or Instagram. Trust me, because they they really do communicate a lot on Weavers. Um, Kim Taehung posted his workout routine. And I thought that was so interesting because he doesn't work out in regular workout clothes like we do here um, at least in America, he looks like he has on these loose with, you know, Kim Taehung, he really wears loose clothing anyways, but the boy had on some sliders. I just wanted to tell him so bad. Kim Taehung, do not wear those sliders. It's bad for your feet. You're not, a doctor would tell you, do not wear sliders, especially when working out. So if I had any criticism for the Kim Taehung, do not put them sliders on because I want you to be safe. Okay, but it was nice seeing Kim Taehyung work out. Ov. Okay, let's move on. Let's let's talk about RM. He also was on Weverse, and he was singing actually JK's song, the explicit version, and it was so interesting seeing him sing that. And you know something else I was thinking about when I saw him, I was like, you know what, RM would have sung that song with no problem. You know why? Because you remember Balming Tiger. You remember when he sang that song, his his um, verse part on that song, it was, you know, insinuating something. And then when he did um, Smoke Sprite, same thing. He was talking about the SEX. And um, this is no difference. I, I guess, you know, he, he really did not, you know, hesitate when he started singing that song, um, especially the curse words when he was on Weverse. I was like, okay, R.M., I see you. Okay. Moving on from him, like I said, he's just chilling. Um, we know he's working on new music. We see pictures of him working on new music in the studio and stuff. So um, we will see um, what RM has been up to eventually in the future. Oh, you guys, I'm going back to V again, Kim Taehyung. Did you guys hear about the September release? Someone had released a report that his album is going to be released in September. So we shall see. Some tells me Sports Chosun released that one. Y'all know how I feel about Sports Chosun. They be releasing stuff and I'm, I got that side eye on them. Like, okay, how do you know this? But they were right about John John Cook. So, you know, and they gave the exact date of July 14th. So we're going to see if they're right about that September release. Okay, 4V. Okay, let's talk about now Jimin. So... The latest thing with Jimin is, besides that um, controversy I told you about with him and JK on that, that boat, um, Ryan Gosling in Barbie wore this shirt exactly like the one that Jimin wore in Permission to Dance. It was that cowboy shirt. It was black and it had white tassels on it. Well, Ryan Gosling said because in his opinion, Jimin wore that shirt the best, it's only befitting that the guitar that he used for the movie Barbie should be in Jimin's um, possession. So no word of Jimin actually got the guitar, but that's what Ryan Gosling said. So we shall see. Um, okay, moving on. Let's talk about, we talk, I think we talked about all the members except for Jen. 
Jen, um, there's really nothing on him because like I said, he's in the military. So what can we, you know, he's, he's a little bit more on the quiet side than J-Hope was. You know, J-Hope, even though he's in the military, he has all this stuff out. But Jen, you know, I think Jen's going to sneak up on us when he gets out. He's going to have some surprises for us. Um, first of all, I just want to say congratulations on reaching 200 million on Spotify for the astronaut song. But you guys, you guys heard it from me. I think Jen may be coming out with some alcohol for us. Because remember when he went in, he was working on some, um, some rice wine. You remember that? And remember on the show, he, he, um, brought sugar, a bottle of the wine he was working on or the alcohol he was working on, but it had, or I don't know what type of alcohol, but it hadn't, you know, reached it, its potent stage yet. Right. But sugar liked it. And he said he was going to have something for Arnie when he gets out of the military somebody is storing up his barrels of alcohol for him as it ages until he gets out of the military so you guys i'm pretty sure we're going to be able to get some of that the ones that are old enough that is you know um side note you know uh, a lot of people have their own alcohol you know jay park has his more soju please he has soju G Dragon, he um I think he has a beer or he it was either G Dragon or Jackson Wayne. Y'all know sometimes I have them brain farts. But one of them had a beer that they were they were collabing with and advertising for. But it happens. So I think Jen has something waiting on us as far as alcohol goes. And I'm here for it because I love rice wine and I love soju and I love sake. So we'll see what Jen has for us. Okay, you guys, that does it for BTS News. Coming up next is my last segment of the podcast called K Releases and K Vibes, where I go over the latest K pop music videos that have been released and what songs I'm currently vibing out to for the week. So don't go anywhere. The last segment of this podcast is coming up next. Welcome back to that K-pop talk. It is time for the last segment of my podcast called K-Releases, K-Vibes, which are the music videos that have been released within the past week or so and that I am currently vibing out to. So we have what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, actually nine because 10 actually, 10, 10 music videos um, that have been released. And I'm not going to go into detail about them because, you know, I've come to find out that, you know, it becomes long and drawn out. I'm just going to tell you what they are. And of course, if you follow me on YouTube, the links will be in my YouTube description box when I release the YouTube video, which is um, normally like a, a couple of days after I release the audio um, streaming version of this podcast. But here are my music videos of the week, so to speak. Um, okay, so... You guys already know about New Jeans, right? So New Jeans have has three of them, and they are Chill With You, A and B, and ETA. Those songs right there, Chill With You and ETA is I can't I can't even describe it. Y'all just have to listen to it. You know, it's the normal New Jeans vibe and tone, but the songs are phenomenal. And then at the end of I think is 
side A, it has a little bit, that music video has a little bit of Get Up, which is another song that they have. Um, just a snippet of Get Up, but um, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. So Chill With You, sides A and B, and one of the sides has Get Up in it, a snippet of that, and ETA. ETA is just like, I just want to dance every time I hear that song. The horns in that song, you guys, the horns, just the horns is so good. Okay. Um, next up is Seven by John John Cook, of course, the performance video. You guys last week already know he released his video last week, but the performance video is also pretty good as well. Just, you know, be mindful it is explicit version. But, you know, nevertheless, you know, it. the performance video itself is good. And all the um, different um, versions, um, audio-wise, 10 out of 10. Like, they're so good. You just pick the one that you want to listen to and just vibe with it. Okay, next up is NCT Dream. Their song is called ISTJ. And it is so good. It's... Um, in their genres, in their in their wheelhouse, you know, for NCT Dream, you know, they have their own aesthetic as well, and already has forty million views. So if you guys haven't heard it yet, it's called ISTJ by NCT Dream. Um, congratulations, and Bet on Me by Itzy. Now Itzy, you know, they don't do a lot, a lot of um, advertisements, so to speak, when they come back. Like they they'll have their promotion schedule. But it's not like in your face over here in America. So when I heard about that, I was like, let me, you know, watch the video. It's so cute, you guys. So Bet On Me by Itzy. Now, as we know, the end thing lately with a lot of um, K-pop artists now, they're trying to get into this thing of branding with the music videos. And I'm talking about, you remember when New Jeans came out with... Um, uh, Coca-Cola, running a Coca-Cola, you know that song right there. Again, don't judge me on my singing because I'm not trying to sing. I was just giving you a little sample. But their Coca-Cola song really took off, right? So now you got all these collabs coming out, like when they did the um, collab with um, Powerpuff Girls on New Jinx, their self-titled song on their you know um, latest um, mini album called New Jinx. They did that one with Powerpuff Girls, you know, to to celebrate their 25th um, anniversary. Powerpuff Girls is not New Jinx, because, you know, New Jinx just celebrate their debut today. But um, that one, they had the Coca-Cola one, and then now you have IVE doing a song called I Want, and their collab is with Pepsi. So they have done that, and then in Hypen, also did one with Pokemon called One and Only. So you'll see the Pokemon characters in that music video. So I thought that was cute that now you're starting to see product placement um, music videos for the product themselves, not so much for the artist. The artist is doing it for the product placement of the brand. So um, if you guys haven't checked it out, One and Only, you guys, is really cute. Within Hypen, they go on this little trip in the sky. You know, it's so cute. And then um, Pepsi, these girls are on a subway train. So that's cute. And then last but not least, G Idol has an all-American track called I Do. And it is very good. It sort of reminds me of a retro style um, song, you know. 
and it's so good it's catchy on the on the track so um, on the chorus part of the track so there you have it and what am i vibing out to what am i just listening non-stop i will have to say you guys i am really vibing off to right now is anything new jinx really eta i really love eta by new jinx i'm vibing off that i'm vibing off the summer sounds of um seven i love the summer and i love the um i think it was the nightfall or the night yeah nightfall version um of seven and then i gotta go back and listen to exo y'all exo cream soda that song i really like it but let me tell y'all cream soda is similar to the explicit version of john john cook because if you listen to the words and you see that video that's for grown folks right cream soda is for grown folks i'm just gonna put it out there grown folks parents adults don't let the kids be around that video. Cream soda. They may not even know what it is, but we do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do like that song. I do like the rhythm, the music. Um, I love the choreography of that video as well. But as far as what I'm listening to, not watching the videos, what I'm listening to, those are the songs. I really like those songs. Like, New Jeans just, I'm so, y'all just don't understand. I'm so happy they're out with more music. I really am. It's, it's time. It's time for us to celebrate new jeans once again. And they're back. Their comeback is very huge. So congratulations once again to new jeans. Okay, you guys, I have completed my podcast for today. And I am so excited um, that I got to share everything with you today, you know, and keep you abreast of what's going on in the world of K-pop. And you already know what time it is. My name is Denise. Oh yeah, please do not forget to click like, share, and subscribe to my podcast channel. And like I said, if you want to help grow this channel, there is a link in the description box to keep this channel going. Um, right now, I counted, I have 57 countries that are listening in and I appreciate every single one of you trust me i do i don't take anything for granted i want to keep this podcast going so please if you would love to come back week after week after week after week after week i will be here okay you already know what time it is again it's about what it's about that k-pop talk and i will see you next week bye